All right, we are recording. So, hello, Winnie. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing great. Doing great. So, I'm just gonna give you the floor. You're just gonna. I want you to tell us, you know, who you are, where you're from, what you're about, all that good stuff. That that sounds okay. good. Yeah. All right, floor is yours. Take all the time you need. Okay. Well, I'm actually from Maryland, which surprises a lot of people. Okay. Um. My dad was in the military, so we moved around a lot, like every two years on average. Um, and because of that, for the most part, my brother and I were both homeschooled up until we both decided to try high school. It was optional for us, though. My family's kind of like anti-school system. What, so. a, what a gamble, huh? Yes, yeah. <laughs> um, but really fun. Loved homeschooling. Um, I was a dancer and a figure skater, a competitive figure skater through that time. Okay. And I actually, one of the years I was in high school, I actually went to Mount Mercy, and I think you went to Timon. I did, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I had um, no idea you went to Mercy. You didn't know. No. Yeah. It was only for one year. It was only all for right, sophomore right. year. But, um, yeah, so then I was a competitive figure skater. Um, a pretty normal, I guess, well, as normal as anybody's, like, that time can be, for the most part, home-wise. Yeah. Um, but obviously behind the scenes beyond like everything going on with my family my childhood was different than most I would say although it's quite common um over a decade of that time period was consumed by sexual violence starting from when I was five years old um so for six years again starting from when I was five I went through childhood sexual abuse and then beyond that was repeated um, and ongoing like molestation and rape until I was about 16. So um, different, I guess, for what people would think is most, most people, but looking statistically, it's actually quite common. Um, but growing up in that way and with the family that I did, um, it did influence a lot of why I do what I do now or why I'm so passionate about right. what I do now. Um, and even minus like, the trauma aspect of it yeah just growing up as a girl there's a lot that could influence anybody to become a feminist or somebody who fights for women's rights absolutely but the added trauma definitely i think sparks a little more um anger in that or just experience in that um to fight for not only women's rights but survivors rights as a whole which is a much more complex issue Right, right. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what leads us to now to make a very long story short. I mean, everything I do now roots from that or that passion. So I guess, I guess that's like a very summarized version. Yeah. Okay. So um, you said, do you, do you have a statistic on how many people are sexually abused? Because it's a, some absurd number, correct? Um. Yeah, uh, it's really, it's really like most girls and women, um, yeah, that's, like that's... 80, I think it's 82 or 85% wow. of child sexual abuse victims are women. And then one in three as a whole out of women in general will be or are abused um, in their lifetime. That's just um, mind boggling right there. That's just it, I mean, it shocks people, but if you like, I guess from like a survivor's perspective it's so obvious yeah um, I, but people I, I didn't even think about that perspective right yeah like to me i'm like i grew up i mean just out of taking a group of 12 girls i was friends with in high school 10 out of 12 of us were raped at least once before we graduated oh my god so 
Yeah, I mean, it's like everywhere. It's just so stigmatized. Like, there's so much stigma around it. Right. Um, that it's a very silenced issue, or people don't listen. Yeah. So. so, do you think? Do you think it's getting better? Do you think it's getting worse? And you know what you see, what you notice. Um. To be quite honest, I mean, I mean, we know statistically that it's gotten worse. Oh, wow. Um, okay. Yes. Um, the numbers and and those crimes have risen significantly. Right. Um, also, though, part of it, which isn't a good thing, but part of it, which does help us get a more accurate view of how much is happening, is um, something like the Me Too movement when all okay. that started, because I was a survivor before the Me Too movement started. So I saw like how silent it was then. And, and it, there is a significant difference in how much it's talked about now. Um, so that's, I guess you could say that's a good thing, but mm -hmm. it, it has only showed people <laughs> that it's happening um, so much more. And, and since that's all come out, it has increased. So right. do you think, do you think it's getting worse because of maybe social media or something like new to our generation that is adding the fuel to this flame? Um, social media does make it worse in its own way because obviously women are not protected in society and that follows through to social media. Mm -hmm. um, if we're sexually harassed, again, like the statistic just came out that 97% of women in the UK are sexually harassed in public. Jesus so, Christ. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. In public? Yes. Oh so, God. I mean, if you take that and put all those predators behind a screen, it's, you know, <laughs> yeah, it people, flourishes. People are assholes on the internet. I'm sure it's right. disgusting. Yes. So, yeah, there's really no, like, escaping it with the internet. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, so, you said, you know, long, you, had a, you had this crazy journey, and you, you said you're in this position you are now. So, what exactly do you do now? For the people that don't know, you want to just tell us, give us a little rundown? Um, well, for the most part, because because of social media, and, and this is like kind of the positive of social media, yep. is like, yes, there is so much bad, but it also has allowed so many survivors and people like me to use that as a way to connect with other survivors and open up about that right. on a platform where so many people can have access to that information. So I started a couple years ago now, um, creating online campaigns for survivors. I work with other um, advocates online to develop like campaigns and start um, group chats to forward think how we can progress this change um, and spread awareness through that. Uh, eventually, like lifelong plan, I have a lot of goals to how to move that into a more physical sense, but obviously with the pandemic, a lot of things have been online anyways. Right. right. Um, but yeah, it's just like weaved into everything that I do. Yeah. <laughs> everything, yeah. Okay. Everything that I do, I'm like somehow trying to help women or survivors. Um, what's your, where do you, what's your main platform for that? Um, Instagram. Instagram? I would say, okay. yeah. Um, do you, at the end, we'll just plug everything in because I'm sure there's going to be some people that are, um, you know, maybe want some help and they'll reach out to you. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so you are you you advertise your OnlyFans page quite quite frequently. Yes. Do you? Yes. <laughs> um, you want to give us a rundown with that? Tell us what that's about. 
the people that I don't know how you don't know if they live under a rock, but <laughs> just give us a little the gist of it. Of my OnlyFans? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I actually, I started OnlyFans kind of recently c- compared to other people. I really, I didn't even know that OnlyFans existed until like a year ago. And I guess it's been around since like 2016. Wow. But so I think I started my OnlyFans in November, like early November. So it really has not been long and it kind of just took off to the point where I literally left like all my normal jobs and that's what I do. Right on, right on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, that's awesome. But I link or weave again like my passions into that because one of the biggest things I advocate for for women is normalizing female sexuality. Um, okay. Like women being able to express themselves sexually without being slut shamed and women being able to be within their bodies without it automatically being seen as sexual. Right. So I like to push for those things. And I think sex work in and of itself is so good for that because it is a very positive community for women to express that. Okay. Um, and I also think it's really good for survivors because even myself like for many years you don't even think that you're ever going to be able to have or enjoy sex again so to be able to do that on such a positive and open Mm -hmm. way is amazing so so you're really killing two birds with one stone here you're 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 you're, um you're going back to you know protecting women and at the same time you're making money and you're 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 showing people that you know it's okay to express yourself not everything just because you know you look sexy doesn't mean you're a slut essentially right like yes people confuse sexy with sexual but even if women are sexual you shouldn't be deemed right like yeah a slut so yes trying to break those those societal stigmas down but while also being sexy and i guess quote slutty so (laughs) (laughs) it's it's good so yeah this platform do you um a lot of people probably use it in the same um purpose you do i'm sure there's some survivors out there that do the same thing and I'm, I'm sure it's pretty um what's the word i'm looking for um i guess it's just powerful to just throw that out there and everything you've been through and that now you're just saying i have control of this right now you're yes. making money off this and you're paying your bills with it yes um i'm sure that just gives you so much dignity and you know just gives you some confidence back and um yeah i mean from the start for years I have been very, like, expressive in that sense online. Like, I have been posting nudes since I was, like, 13 or 14 years old. Um, And from that, like, from that point, it stemmed, obviously, from what I had been through, like, being overly sexualized at such a young age. Right. But it it helped me so much gain, like, the control over my body back and, like, taking control of my sexuality back. So this is just, like, that, but times time, like, exploding, which has been amazing. My mental health right now is the best it's been in forever. And that's that's crazy because we're in a a pandemic, too, and you're just thriving over there. Yes, yes. That's awesome. Good for you. I, I think your story is very inspirational and i think i think a lot of people that who listen to this are going to be like wow you know this girl she she built her own platform she she was she picked herself up when she was knocked down um and you're just making money the easiest way possible you're using your body and a camera essentially and you like you said you quit your jobs you're you're making money it's 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 very inspirational it's i hope it's inspirational i would say though it's really (laughs) it's not as easy as it looks like this has given me so much more appreciation for sex workers in general 
Oh, I because bet it's a tough it, gig, yeah. It looks easy and like, but it's really, it's so much more than just like putting a camera down. Like it, you do, you a lot of acting goes into it and like so much right. setup and so much money really. Like you have to spend a lot before you can start making more out of it. I've um, actually on this podcast here, we've talked to several adult actresses and they've all just said the same thing. It was like, they've, they've done um, some productions and stuff and they were like, it's just constant hours and hours of work and you're sweating, oh, you're yeah. tired. And like you said, you got to put all this money in, there's makeup and uh, dress and it's just, it's just. Right. Oh yeah. Well, and with OnlyFans, it's like, there's never, it never stops. Like you never leave work. You know, right, like right, it's, right. it's always, it's not like, okay, at five, I go home and we're done. You don't clock out. Like it's always going. Yeah. Right. Um, so you do constantly have to be maintaining it. So you make your own schedule, but you're kind of like always on the clock. Okay. Um, so a couple things with OnlyFans, like, are you, I've, I've never been on the platform. I don't know much about it. Is it, <laughs> what can you see? Like your viewers, how do you have subscribers? Yes, they subscribe. You see, it shows you, I don't know if I can exit on here, but it shows you likes, like how many likes you have, subscribers. You can show subscribers or not. Um, and there's, there's another number. But usually, like, if you went to my profile, you would be able to see how many likes I have. Oh, and how many posts I have. Okay. Um, is everything on OnlyFans um, uh, sex-related, or is there other things on there? I, I just Outside looking in, I don't really know much about it. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, there are other things on OnlyFans, which really bothers me, because there are people that make OnlyFans to, like, play the guitar, or, like, oh. to ride a skateboard. Right. Yeah. And uh, that's, it's a little frustrating because sex workers really don't have a platform because we've been so pushed off of uh, social media. So that's it's just like, like your safe haven, kind of. Only yeah. fans is where you, you're just like your last resort. That's where you go. That's where you express yourselves. Right. Yes. It's you got really. these kids playing, doing skateboarding, grooming everything. I got you. Yeah. Like you can do that on YouTube, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, right, right. Yeah. You're not going to get demonetized, right? For right. skateboarding. Absolutely. Um. Are, do you have any like awards or anything you've won on OnlyFans? Um, mm. Any notable decoration, maybe? Um, not necessarily awards. I mean, within the first couple months, I made it into the top one percent. One percent. So wow. Yes. Yeah. So I'm, and right now, I'm sorry. That's a one. <laughs> yes, I I stay between two percent and one percent. That's like where I. I so you're an OnlyFans elite, kind of in a way, right? I mean, I <laughs> I guess like statistically, yes. <laughs> oh, well, good for you. That's uh, yeah, that's incredible, and it's Thank huge. You. It's a huge platform. It, it is massive. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. You weren't kidding though. So you really do have to put some hours into this thing. To, it's a yes. lot of competition you've you've weaved out and beat. Well, yeah, I mean, part of, like, stopping, like, my normal jobs isn't even, like, yes, the money, but also just because I was, like, I don't even have the time right, to balance, right. like, that with this. Like, I have to pick one, so. You yeah, may as well, what, what you're passionate about, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, do you think, you've mentioned, you know, um, back to women rights and protection. You, you talked about doing that in the future. Um, yes. What if, do you plan on doing that and sex work, or... If you, if you had to pick one or the other, what, what would you lean to? Or would you make both work? I would make both work. Um, okay. 
Like I, I'm actually also a licensed esthetician and makeup artist. So one mm-hmm. of the things I want to do is start my own line. Um, and the proceeds for that each launch um, would be dedicated to a certain issue for women. So I would oh, have, cool. yeah. So a percentage of the money from what I'd be making would be going to fund survivors rights and same thing like with sex worker, I would love to start my own like actual like sex toy line because I believe, and don't quote me cause I didn't actually write the statistics down, okay. but um, I think it's only like 2% of producers right now for sex toys are women. Like there, it's oh. a very small percentage. It's a very outweighed industry. Like men are really mainly producing sex toys for women, which okay. doesn't make a ton of sense. <laughs> so I would love to be uh, like somebody who starts a female line of so sex toys. clients then? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, wow. Okay. Um, do you plan on sticking with OnlyFans as long as possible? Is there other platforms you're trying to get on to? Um, um, yeah, I OnlyFans is like I I'm obsessed with. I'm probably OnlyFans' biggest fan. Like I love I love OnlyFans so much. I do now have my Pornhub set up, okay. but even um, my Pornhub will still be. Um, kind of kept to the point where the most exclusive content will still be on my OnlyFans. So, Makes sense, right? Yes. So I'll still always be pushing people to OnlyFans. I mean, on Pornhub, you get paid by pennies. Okay. So Makes to sense. launch right now to Pornhub would be a very stupid decision. Um, but I love, like, Pornhub's a great platform, too, and as opposed to... They kind of changed it so it is a little bit like OnlyFans. You can have subscribers on there and paid okay. videos. So I'll do both, but I'll always be pushing people to my OnlyFans. Right. That'll be my main focus. So you just said you got on Pornhub. Is there, like, an application for that, or can anyone... I, I don't um, know much about it. Anybody can make a profile to subscribe and like watch videos and order. I have a model account because I'd be a Pornhub model. Okay. Um, so you do have to go through a little bit more of an extensive verification process. Right. Um, but it's not like you have to like apply, like anybody can really do it um, to an extent. Like I say that like loosely, but you could go on right now and set yourself up as a Pornhub model theoretically. Okay. All Would right. you like follow through and send it? Who knows? But yeah, probably not. <laughs> um, yeah, but to get started, yes, anybody really can. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's cool. So OnlyFans for life. Uh, it makes sense. You, I feel like you have more um, ownership of what you put out there. It, oh, you do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, oh, absolutely. It's truly yours. Yes, OnlyFans makes it. I mean, if somebody were to steal my content off OnlyFans, like screenshot and post it, I could take them to court and they could potentially face jail time. Wow. Like, because that is, it's recognized as like a personal business. So yeah, if somebody absolutely. Steals, I think that's fair. Yeah. So if somebody steals that content, they, I mean, I could like literally take you to court for that. Whereas Pornhub, uh, sometimes, depending on what contract you're in, or, or what you're doing on there, that content kind of becomes like their property in a way. Okay. And they will spread your content to their other like smaller platforms too. Right. So yeah, that's like I said, OnlyFans is really, it's, it sounds really good for that, that industry you're in. You yes. Know, you decide everything, you own everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and that if someone stole your shit and you could sue them, that's awesome. I think that, that happens way too right. much, and I think that gives you some security and a little, um, what's the word I'm looking for? A little more like, power of what you can do. 
Yes, absolutely. Yeah, they're super. I mean, I've gotten into like, I didn't even know that you needed all these like consent consent forms to like register everybody else you're collabing with, mm -hmm. which I should have known. But so they, as soon as they found out that I had like collabs with other people that weren't fully registered on OnlyFans, they shut my whole account down and like froze my my bank and everything until I like sent them the form, which was great. No, I was I was like happy to see that though because I was like, oh wow, they're like really yeah, on top taking, of this. Yeah, they're taking this shit serious. Right, it should, so, it, should. it should be, yeah, because like that is something that Pornhub struggles with. Is people will have unconsensual porn put up on OnlyFans. You literally, it's like impossible to do that. Right. So, yeah, I've yes. seen some TikToks about that. Like the yeah. meme, it's like oh, I took a video and now it's on Pornhub. But I can't believe yeah. that shit happens. It's wild. <laughs> yeah, I know. But um, yeah, what what type of equipment do you use? Any special cameras? Anything? Maybe you want to? Maybe some some other people listening they can get an idea of what to use maybe um anything crazy well, or just the basics kind of stuff nothing crazy right now i'm i'm still like very new so i'll just continue to expand i'm gotcha. moving in a few months and where i'm moving to i'll have my own studio there but right now getting started you really just need a phone i would recommend getting like a tripod like i have a ring light that has like a tripod and it also comes with like microphones and stuff okay. which is really helpful but my, and my boyfriend's a photographer so he helps shoot on oh, his actual go. like professional cameras um but you don't need to because a lot of people are who are on OnlyFans, they're there because they are legitimate quote fans like people that are there to see you and oftentimes they like the more like amateur like self made right. vibes yeah so you don't need to come in with like a full production staff for only fans <laughs> gotcha. but but i do use like lighting now but really a lot of my videos are just taken on my phone yeah okay yeah so easy to start up cool it's easy, it's easy to start up yeah um i was i was gonna ask about um so you know you have to pay correct to get like it's a sub subscription essentially Mm -hmm. Do you have any people that, like, go out of their way? They give you money, but they, like, they just chirp you and, like, just try to ruin your day? Does that stuff, like, <laughs> are there any pity people like that? Like, like cheap-wise who don't want to pay for anything? Uh, or just, yeah. like, me? That even, or even people, like, just, they pay for, pay for your subscription and go on there and they try to dog you. Like, are there pity um, people out there like that? I mean, I had a guy earlier on like when I first was making out my fans and was very new to it, subscribe and was like so excited to be subscribed and was like, oh my God, like, can I buy this, like this video? And before I sent it to him, he like flipped and was like, went on this whole rampage about how I was like a slut and a whore and how it's like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I was for like doing what I do. He was like, you're such a like fucking whore for doing this. But I'm like, but you just subscribed. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh my you God. just paid me though. I, that's like, what I wanted to get at. Like just. Yeah. People. That's insane. He, yeah. He's, you're taking his money and he's, he's, oh my God. Well, yeah. How are you going to support? <laughs> like, how are you going to watch sex work, but then shame the sex? Work? Yeah, really. Absolutely. Yeah. It makes no sense yeah um but rare though to be to be honest it's very rare for yeah me. cool um i i just want to know is there so i i'm thinking guys are on only fans this do, do any women subscribe to you or yes <laughs> yeah I had, I had to know yes um i have i don't know how many women subscribe it's it's i mean obviously it's probably like 80 percent men not, yeah but i have 
quite a few like more than i thought i would yeah but then i also have women that subscribe because they're like they just want to like support it which is great too or like other OnlyFans creators will uh, subscribe okay and obviously a lot of OnlyFans creators are women and then they'll subscribe to like support their like fellow creators but i am bisexual so i do obviously like i do girl on girl porn so for okay. lesbians and everything it'd be great so yeah yeah, I just usually, I don't know, when I think porn, I think a bunch of fucking horn dog dudes. <laughs> I want to know if you have the statistics or the analytics. I don't have the exact amount, but a lot of women, like, do purchase my videos. And, awesome, that's cool. Yeah. Um, yes. But, yeah, so you're, you're, like, the ultimate entrepreneur here. Everything you're saying, it, the, the sex work is just, I guess, like, the perfect form of entrepreneurship. You. You know, you, your product, you, you are the product. You are born into your product. Do, do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. And like yes. you said, all you need is a, your phone camera. You don't even need your, a phone. You just need a, something that can take some pictures. It, it, yeah, right. Because you can use a computer. You, yeah. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, it is, it is. But yeah, like it's just, it's, I don't know why people shit on it. It's just a genius you're going to make money. There's nothing to buy. Like you can do it so cheaply and make absolute bank. Yeah. That is the good thing about it. Like, yeah, I wouldn't say like easy, but it is like you could start it for quite right, cheap. Right. I'm, I'm like different in the sense Like I go like, Oh, I spent like hundreds on like lingerie and like hundreds on sex toys. I bought, I was like, I got a stripper pole in my house. Like I, yeah. I did, but you don't have to do that. Right. Like, you can start with with nothing. Like you said, a camera and like upload it to the site that's how you can start. You can so be very is. basic and still yes. do fairly well. Oh and yeah. I, absolutely. That's, that's awesome. It's great. Yeah. Um, so you, you're very passionate about sex work and stuff. Do you, what, what do you think about, um, like clearly, you know, we taught about sex in school. Do you think they could do it differently? Do you think if, if people taught us different, I don't know, something different about sex, do you think we would see these, these victim, the victim rate go down maybe? What, what do you think is the root uh, cause of this, this chaos? Um, yeah, I mean, sex education is massive. Schools need to absolutely be doing better. I mean, in a lot of places, right. it's not even required. And if they do, it's bare minimum. And oftentimes, they split boys and girls up, and boys don't even learn about girls. Like, it's mm -hmm. very – we still teach it like we're back in the early 1900s. Like, it's very outdated. Yeah, it doesn't um, seem very modern. No, yes. It should be much more towards like sex positivity, obviously teaching consent. But I also think just be, given how severe the issue is, we should implement um, sexual violence courses like that do teach people about the severity of it and how important it is to call it out and recognize it. Um, so kids are growing up learning how to spot that. Because I mean, again, like if I had been taught before I was five years old, which would be difficult to do. But I mean, it's starting people. There's no eight. You know what I mean? Like we don't yeah. even learn about sex education until you're older. When at that point in my life, I had already been going through sexual abuse for like five years. Mm -hmm. So I, we need to be catching it much more early. Like parents need to be actively talking in, in their own little ways, teaching their little kids about consent and about right. the importance of knowing what's wrong behavior and what's correct. Um, yeah, so I think we just need to expand the whole sex education curriculum and make it much more sex positive. Like, they teach it kind of like you shouldn't have sex. Yes, I was going to say that. I remember yeah. going through health class in middle school, and it was, don't have sex, you'll have a baby. Don't have sex, yeah. you'll get herpes or AIDS. 
but oh ultimately they need to realize that like for everything I, the whole the whole health class was just bullshit it was hey yeah. kids don't drink alcohol because you're gonna become an alcoholic and end up doing heroin <laughs> in five years it, yes it, it wasn't like kids like you're gonna you're gonna end up drinking alcohol you just need to learn how to be smart about it know your limit same with sex right. like, sex is gonna happen you're human it's human nature right just oh, make sure yeah. make sure it's respectful respectful be protective make sure it's consensual and that, like half of that they don't even talk about half of it like i said is aids that or hurt, no, like, stds it's wild i know because they think if they don't talk about it then people like won't do it which has already proven in so many ways the right. opposite you tell and a human no they're gonna do it well right and it's like growing up at that age like no it's just you can't teach people to not have sex people are gonna have sex like yes. so you have to be teaching like encouraging people to explore sex but safely yes, and when right. i like safely I totally as in respectfully and like don't shame girls right. for having sex and obviously like consent but not only consent because people people like to pretend that like sexual violence is so high because people don't know what consent is but they do like you everybody knows when somebody doesn't want to do something so it's like teaching to like the importance of a positive like communication with sex and also the importance of the severity knowing the severity of sexual violence right. yeah i'm so glad both. you said that because i like I obviously, I obviously knew what like consensual sex was growing up, um, right. but I didn't get my yeah. first seminar literally till my first week of college. Right. And at that yeah. time, I was eighteen years old, and no one, there wasn't one class about it. I'm not saying that like people should know the difference from right and wrong. But well, yeah, and it's obvious. It's obvious, but right, but maybe a little educational, you know, push. Um, but seriously, yeah, but and I learned it was the metaphor was like. Um, something about tea you wouldn't if someone said no to a cup of tea you wouldn't give them a cup of tea that and you know i was in well, high, yes, college learning that but it's not well i know which is insane but it's not even no like if they don't enthusiastically say yes don't do it Absolutely. Uh, because women are like taught from a young age to be passive and to say yes to men or else we do get hurt that's why there's women on the news every week getting killed because they said no like women are not necessarily going to say no they'll try to say it in other ways right. but even then it's still very obvious that somebody is not like wanting to do something just body so, language it's body language and you know if yeah. you know you know if somebody doesn't want to have sex like that that whole excuse yeah, is very <laughs> you will know right you know if, if somebody's sexually there's no excuse for sexual violence like if you do something to somebody and they, they don't want it like you have zero excuse um so it's just like i think infiltrating curriculums that really teach how why that's so serious like and how we can recognize predatory behavior and call it out within our friends mm -hmm. um and kind of i guess like nipping it in the butt before it does get real because people like it's like start going through sexual violence when they're children yeah so you can't wait till college yeah I, yeah absolutely and like we said earlier i think when you're in you know when you're in seventh grade eighth grade you're taking your first health class i think I think they need to get away. And you said it very well. We're thinking like we're in the like 19th century. Like it's like yes. 1901. It, it, we, we just need to get away from that. And we need to recognize it's going to happen. Like kids are going to have sex. Kids are going to try right. drugs. Kids are going to try alcohol. We just need to make well, sure right. they do it safely, respect, respectfully, and mm -hmm. if it's sexual, consensually. Well, yeah, and, like, let's stop treating sex like it's a bad thing. That, too. That, too. <laughs> yeah, like, why do we lump sex in with drugs? Like, right, what? right, right, right. Yeah. Like the teacher, the teacher that tells us sex is bad probably went home that night and 
probably had sex with his wife. Or, or like, watched porn. So. Or, yeah, more than likely watched porn. <laughs> yes. I, I saw this statistic one time, and I, I forget, I think it was two-thirds of everything on the internet's porn-related, so he absolutely yeah. did go home and watch porn. Oh, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's... Do you plan on like what would you ever do a podcast maybe and have other survivors on or maybe some some sexual um like some sex work people on maybe some people who study sexual intercourse maybe do you get what i'm saying yes like, I like do. a whole sex podcast yes um that would be a wonderful i would definitely you should definitely yeah. jump on that it seems like you have the following you have the knowledge no, yeah, I've definitely thought about it. And YouTube, just everything. I want yeah. to, like, explode, like, everywhere and share everything <laughs> everywhere. Like, I love it. But eventually, I wouldn't – I don't know. I want to start a podcast, but also I'm the type of person that would be, like, canceled immediately. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, my God. <laughs> yes. People just – yeah, wow. People on the internet. People on the internet. They're just. They're just a little. They just need to get some hobbies or something. I don't know. Yeah, support them. But no, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I bet I will in the future. Yeah, definitely. It's, I think it'd be a great idea. Um, yeah. Maybe. Would you do maybe like some group talks with maybe some other women to, or anything like that? Do you see yourself doing that? I know you said you you wanted to donate some money, but would you be like a first? I guess like first oh. responder kind of vibe. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. More than more than like taking proceeds. I like my whole like brand would be developed around working like like hands on with these okay. um, yeah. causes. It's, it's a genius yes, idea. It, it sounds like it need it's needed. And you you said in the UK, ninety seven percent of women are out in public. That's it's a, clearly a crisis. It's clearly it's an a, issue. It's a pan. It's been a pandemic for centuries. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, it's pro- yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, but no, everything more than more than talking about it. Just continuing to, when I have the resources, continuing to push it even farther and help all around the world in literally whatever way I can in developing a whole brand, kind of like an organization yeah. around helping women. Yeah, that sounds like a great idea. And it, like I said, you you are one percent on OnlyFans. You got a following. You, you definitely got some clout. And I think I think survivors and victims they would they would definitely swarm to you and i i really think you could help them i think so i want to i help many already like they come to me on social media already and i love them i love all of them so much yeah that's so awesome. yeah just expanding that bigger and bigger of course so um i'm gonna wrap it up here do you have any advice to the world anything 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 you want to say um advice i would say Read about the things you don't want to read about. Like, listen, like when we're having these conversations, because a lot of guys will naturally like turn off from that. But listen. Um, And then beyond listening and pushing yourself to learn about things that you wouldn't necessarily need to learn about, because like as a male, you don't really need to think about all the things women are thinking about, but take a minute to think about it. And And recognize it. Recognize it and then listen to the women around you Mm -hmm. and, and just actively or consciously be aware of that and think about how you can be, um, you know, calling the guys out around you or starting to like view that behavior and just change to be better and and make the women around you feel safer. And for women, I would say um, start as much as you can and as scary as it is. Don't 
make yourself smaller for the like don't make yourself smaller so that the men around you feel more comfortable Mm -hmm. if somebody's making you feel uncomfortable as hard as it is tell somebody like speak up um or not even not even in that moment but just expose like people need to start bringing all of that to light more and more um because there is so much silence around it i would really encourage women to like rebel almost really like get out of this this stigma and the social order of what you're supposed to do um and kind of like act out in a way okay. <laughs> really like get it's out such, of it yeah. again like like me doing sex work like that's like so considered to be so rebellious for women uh, like to do because it's so bad for women to be like so openly sexual but i say do it like if you want to post a nude because you you feel good about it do it right um so just starting to push back on society in those ways Okay. And I guess for men, that'd be, like, rebelling, too, because men are supposed to, like, not care about those things. And, like, are they're supposed to be, like, the they don't care and they're, they don't feel emotion. But do it. Like, feel emotion. Like, you know, like, cry because it's sad. Like, just start doing the things that you society tells you not to do because of your gender. Yeah, challenge. So you're just saying challenge society in a way. Yes. Yeah. I gotcha. That's the very norms. good advice. Yeah, the social norms. Yeah. Um, all right, Wendy, do you have um, – what platforms can everyone come see you at? Any Instagram, Twitters? Um, yes. Plug so it. Think- Whatever you want. Plug it in. This is your time. Um, Twitter is Winnie and Isla. And which is, do we want me to spell everything? Uh, just, just text to me later. I'll put it in the description. Okay, perfect. Read so- it off now. I'll type it up later. Twitter is Winnie and Isla. We have a joint Instagram, Isla, who I collab with the most often. We have a joint Instagram, which is also Winnie and Isla. And then my main Instagram is Winnie Wishes. And my OnlyFans is Winnie Wish. Oh, and my Snapchat is um, Winnie Wish. So I can send that to you as well. All righty. Um, any, anything else you want to say? Anything, anything else? I don't think so. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for coming on. Um, yeah, I've Definitely, you know, it's not easy to talk about, and I really appreciate that you came on here and you were vocal about it. You did great. Um, Thank you. <laughs> so I wish you luck and just uh, keep doing what you're doing. You're 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 up. You're gonna do something big. Thank you. Thank All you. Right. You keep doing this as well. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> All right. Well, we will. I will just text me those things later, and I will text you in a little bit. Okay. Perfect. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. All right, you little fucking horn dogs. You heard the things. Go subscribe. Go follow. Go watch. I don't care what you do. Just go do it. 105's out, bitches.